Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we begin a three-week series on the one-page book of the Bible called Jude. Jude was the half-brother of Jesus who became a believer following the death and resurrection of the Christ. Jude's letter begins, Jude, a slave of Jesus Christ and the brother of James, to those who are called beloved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ. Please listen to Pastor Harris as he presents today's portion of this week's message entitled, Called Beloved and Kept. Jesus, during his ministry, and a lot of people follow him, and near the height of his popularity, Jesus challenged the faith of some of the people who were following him, who said they believed. He had just said that he is the bread of life, and some people were trying to figure out what he meant by that. They couldn't understand it. And so among uh, to people who were following him, Jesus said this in John 6, 64, but there are some of you who do not believe. Verse 66, as a result of this, many, ooh, that's an ouchy word, many of his disciples withdrew and were not walking with him anymore. Jesus, during his life, had many who said they believed, said they would follow, and they walked away when he challenged them to total commitment. Then there's John 8, 30 through 32. This is at one of the feasts that Jesus attended in Jerusalem. And as he spoke these things, many, there it is again, many came to believe in him. Jesus, therefore, was saying to those Jews who had believed in him, at least they'd said so. Now look at this. There's an if-then statement. If you abide in my word. In other words, if you live up to what here. If you live by what you say you believe, if you abide in my word, then you are truly disciples of mine, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. How many times have you heard, you shall know the truth, and, you, and, and the truth will make you free, and you haven't heard the first part of that sentence? Notice that that word truly means that there are falsely ones. There are ones that are false disciples. The Apostle Paul understood this as well. He wrote to Timothy. This is later in Paul's life. 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. He says, But the Spirit explicitly says that in later times some will fall away. There's the verb form of apostate again. They will fall away from the, pa- from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and doctrines of demons by means of the hypocrisy of liars seared in their own conscience as with a branding iron, men who forbid marriage and advocate abstaining from foods which God has created to be gratefully shared in by those who believe and know the truth. Now, that isn't even subtle. 
that isn't even hard to, 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 to understand. Someone who says that, that if you, if you want to be super spiritual, you have to remain unmarried. Ever heard anybody say that? Ever heard of any groups that say that? That is doctrines of demons. You ever heard of any groups that say you have to eat a certain diet in order to be spiritual? Yeah, they're, they're there. Doctrines of demons. They've fallen away from the faith, which actually sets us free from that kind of legalism. Then there's 1 John 2, 18 and 19. John, probably writing after Jude even, he says, children, it is the last hour, and just as you heard that Antichrist is coming, even now many Antichrists have arisen. He'd read Peter. He'd probably read Jude. He said, they're here. Many Antichrists have arisen. From this we know that it is the last hour. Now listen to this. They went out from us, but they were not really of us. For if they had been of us, they would have remained with us, but they went out in order that it might be shown that they are not, that they are, that they all are not of us. So by the time Jude wrote this, there was good reason to be concerned about doctrines that were being taught by some people who professed to be Christians. Satan has always attacked the church by counterfeiting and by introducing strange doctrines and trying to confuse the issue of who has the authority to even understand and decide upon doctrine. Jude addresses those things head on. That's the background. Now, let's look at the beginning. My entire assignment for today, two verses. Verses 1 and 2. Jude a slave of Jesus Christ, your, your Bible probably says bondservant or something like that. It's the word for slave, and uh, I like the better translation. Jude, a, a slave of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to those who are the called, beloved in God the Father, and kept for Jesus Christ, may mercy and peace and love be multiplied to you. Now, it's interesting how Jude identifies himself as the brother of James. That's a reference to, not to James the apostle who was the brother of the apostle John. Uh, that James had been killed. He was the first of the apostles to be, uh, to be murdered. The James that is the well-known James is James the brother of Jude, one of the half-brothers of Jesus, one of the natural children born to Joseph and Mary. And Jude identifies himself as the brother of James, and he also calls himself a slave of Jesus Christ. So this means that Jude was one of the half-brothers of Jesus. He is mentioned by name as one of Jesus' half-brothers in two places. Let me show you Mark chapter 6 and verse 3 which is practically identical to Matthew chapter 13, verse 55. This is a case where people were, uh, some people were challenging Jesus, criticizing Jesus, and walking away. And they're saying this, Mark 6, 3. Is not this the carpenter? I mean, who does he think he is? He's just a carpenter from the little village of Nazareth. 
Is, is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, or Jude, and Simon? Are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. So this means that two of Jesus' half-brothers wrote part of the New Testament. The other one, of course, is the book of James written by James. And I'm not sure if you're aware how he introduces himself, James 1.1, James, a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, think of the background of that. I don't know how many of you grew up in large families. We know there were at least seven children in that family. Jesus, virgin born. After Jesus, at least those four brothers that are named. And it says, and his sisters are here with us. Well, you've got to be at least two to be plural. So there were at least four boys and at least two girls born to Mary and Joseph after Jesus. Now, when you have seven kids, stuff happens, okay? Now, imagine how the younger six would handle it when Big Brother was always right and never sinned. Could there have been just a little bit of resentment there? There could have been a whole lot. We know that during Jesus' ministry, his brothers and sisters did not believe in him. A couple of situations, they specifically tried to get him out of their hair, and one of them, arguably you could say they were trying to set him up to get killed. Ah, it can be pretty embarrassing when Big Brother is running around saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm God, um, I'm the Messiah, I'm the King who was promised. They didn't buy it. But then he was crucified and he was buried and he rose again. And they did believe. So now can you imagine? You know, I, I mean... I probably know how I would play that. <laughs> you know, Jesus, <laughs> I grew up with him. That's my brother. You want to hear what he was like when he was in junior high? Uh, I, I would probably play that up. Both James and Jude call themselves a slave of Jesus Christ. And their claim is that they are brothers in the Lord. You see, once you realize that Jesus Christ died for your sins and rose again and you trust in Him for salvation, it becomes very clear. He redeemed me. He bought me out of my slavery to sin. So He is the Lord. He is the Master. I am the slave. I do His bidding. So as I said, uh, James wrote primarily to Jewish believers. His, His book was likely the first one in the New Testament written. Could have been at least the first epistle that was written. This one is clearly intended for all believers in Jesus Christ, probably the last of the epistles to be written. But as we launch into it, I want you to see that not only is this book a warning, and this book has some heavy-duty, difficult-to-understand and and right in your forehead kind of confrontation. But it also has great encouragement to true 
believers in the certainty of our Lord and who He is. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.